Welcome to the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Here are your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stahl. Welcome to our podcast where we cover business legal news and that's it. And we, we, no, we no longer answer your questions. Actually, we do. You can send in your questions and ideas at ask at legallysoundsmartbusiness.com. We are changing our format a little bit. And uh, oh yeah, my name is Nasser Pasha. And I'm Matt Staub. Yeah, so we, we are changing our format. We're, we're getting rid of some of the questions at least, not in every episode. Yeah, it turns out we answered pretty much every legal question there is. There's only 136 legal questions. So, and I get, well, more than that, because some of those first episodes, I think, had three questions per episode. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, we pretty much exhausted that. No, but we, we, we just want to focus in on some of these legal issues. I feel like we don't have enough time to cover some of these topics. And, and so, we're going to just stick to one topic per episode so that way we can talk about it fully. And, you know, please send us send us your ideas and your and continue to send us your questions because we will be covering them, but we're going to be consolidating into one episode and one topic. Yeah. So, like the times we get off track, or I get us off track talking about random things that have nothing to do with the the story we're talking about. Now we can afford to do that and still cover the the legal side of it. So everybody wins. Exactly. If you're tuning in to listen to your legal analysis or my relation to analogies <laughs> to TV shows or movies, then yeah, exactly. We could talk about the office more. We can talk about the sauce versus crust debate yeah. a little bit more in detail. So we have more time. Speaking of which, I'm going to tell a personal story for our story today because we're dealing with a lawsuit involving United and Orbit. So typically if I'm looking for a flight, unless it's local, like in, in the state, then I usually just pretty much go to Southwest. But if I'm looking for something outside of the state, I'll usually go to Orbitz first and see what all the options are and then end up going to the actual airline's website once I find the flight that works. And so that's that's pertinent to this because there's this new kid, and he is a kid, he's 22 years old, that started this started this site. <laughs> Skip. They call him a kid in the media, though. Skip lagged is the name of it. But basically, I guess I should tell a little little backstory on this is I didn't even know this existed, this hidden fees thing. So if I was trying to fly to Denver, it sometimes would be cheaper for me to book San Diego to Denver to another city than it would just to be San Diego to Denver, which seems crazy, but that's apparently how it works. So this guy's website. <laughs> it seems crazy, but it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not. So this guy's site essentially will produce those, show you those flights that exist and then get you, I guess, get you out of these hidden fees. So obviously Orbitz, which is, I assume the biggest online flight searching tool on the, on the internet, I'm sure I'm assuming he has a pretty sizable chunk of the, the market. Yeah. Orbitz, I think is huge. I think they even bought out Hotwire a while ago and Travelocity is probably their competitor. And I think Kayak even, yeah. I think they actually use Orbitz and part of their search engine and so forth. So I think all these guys are, are pretty big, but Orbitz is definitely a huge one. And United, of course, is one of the, definitely one of the biggest airlines. Yeah. And that's who's suing him as it's Orbitz and United. So we got two heavy hitters going after this 22 year old kid who apparently doesn't have a company, which is unfortunate for him. Yeah. Well, if, if you look at the actual lawsuit, he has been sued personally, even though he's operating or skip lagged, the actual lawsuit is saying that this is a DBA. And if that's true, that really is something that he, he probably didn't anticipate when he created this website in the sense that he should have probably uh, created an entity, which I think is an obvious advice that we would give and 
talked about in the past, so I don't want to dwell on that too much, but just think about this. He started a small project. It became very popular, and now he's being sued by two big companies, and now he has to defend himself, and if he loses, he's going to be personally liable for that judgment. I was wondering if he was even making money on this. I was thinking the same thing. I I don't think he is, because (laughs) I think if he was, they would have alleged that the gains that he received are ill-gotten. But it looks like they have they have a number of complaints against him, but the two primary ones are tortious interference of contract and trademark infringement or, or some kind of a copyright or trademark infringement. And the trademark infringement is aspect of that he's basically creating an affiliation between him and United or him and Orbitz, which doesn't exactly exist. Oh, also breach of contract. And so what's interesting, I think there is some kind of money making because Orbitz referred to some kind of affiliate program that he may have entered into where obviously if he sends traffic over there, he gets a cut. And I think that's where it's where the issue is. And they're saying that he violated some of the terms because, okay, hidden city, this hidden city concept, and you can learn more about it on the internet. It's technically not illegal for an individual to enter into this practice with an airline. However, it is commonly, and from my understanding, pretty much every airline has this provision, which prohibits you by contract from doing so. And the ramifications of that, if you get caught, apparently, is that they could cancel your fare and different things like that. I don't know if that they actually do that. But the point is, is that from the airline's perspective, they're losing money because of this, because they want to fill their flights and fill these different legs. And obviously, these passengers would be paying more if they were to pay the full price. So this interference a contract concept is that this skip lag site basically is contributing to these passengers from actually breaching their contract. And so therefore they're liable, which is not a, it's, it's a, it's a sound concept, you know, intentional tortious in- interference of a contract is a cause of action that is kind of thrown in at the last second because you may not have anything else there. But yeah. in this case, they may, may have something. Well, and I'll, I'll get to that in a second, but just from a logistical standpoint, the only way you could make this work would be as if you had carry on, you couldn't check any bags, right? And also you have to buy one-way tickets too. And so it, being in Houston, I think it's pretty common because Houston's a pretty big hub and they have two pretty good size airports here. And a lot of people that I know, they do this, uh, they do a leg between, if they want to fly back to Houston, they do it to Dallas. So they fly United or some other site that goes to Houston where United is based and then goes to Dallas, but then you just get off in Houston. But obviously you don't want to end up in Dallas. So you have to, you have to buy two one-way tickets in order to make it work. Yeah. I, and the thing with this is, you know, they talked about unfair competition and, you know, you, you think from a, from the perspective, oh, he's just trying to offer a different offering consumers a better deal and who cares. But I think the problem with why they're so upset is, so he's offering these cheaper flights and then instead of having it go through him it's actually redirecting or connecting to a united or an orbits to actually book the flights through them that's the big problem that they have and i think that's what they're that's what they're going to hang their hat on in terms of the unfair competition and the interference of contract and the the contract is the terms and conditions of the site not any contract that he's signed with you know something else so exactly and so right now, I, I wanted to see how they were responding to it. The only response they've, they've done is they filed a motion to quash, basically saying that either they filed in the wrong venue or the service was, was not correct. Most likely, it's because of the actual location. I think it's a different location than where, where he lives. So we'll see where that goes. 
But what's interesting too is that in order for them to, for him to actually fund this, he went to the internet, went to Reddit, and kind of painted himself a little bit as a victim. I don't know what your thoughts on that, Matt, if, if, if he really is a victim here, and actually did a fund me campaign to fund his legal fees. Yeah, which is becoming a more and more popular thing, it seems like. I mean, it's, it's a very obvious choice here. Who, who are people going to side with? This 22-year-old who came up with a cheaper way to book flights or airlines, which people hate. So it's obviously they're, they're going to back this kid pretty or this guy pretty heavily. And he was trying to raise 65000 and he's just, I mean, as of the recording here, he's just a little bit under. I bet by the time this comes out, he'll be well over 65000 Yeah, this, this lawsuit's going to be pretty expensive for him, I would assume. You know, from a United in Orbit's perspective, I was trying to think, could they have handled this in a better way? But the problem that they have is that they don't have a mechanism to really prevent passengers from doing so. Because I don't think you can make them get on the next flight necessarily because it's just logistically impossible. Yeah, and I don't know if there's, I haven't read through, nor do I really want to read through their terms and conditions on whether you, you do you say that you tech they technically say you can't do this process is that they say that you can't do this but as far as enforcement i haven't actually heard of airlines actually going after their passengers from doing this because i've heard of even companies that do this on a regular basis for their employees that travel quite a bit and they save quite a bit of money so they, they could track it they could see that the person didn't get on the flight. So it's it's easy to determine, I would suppose. But if they started enforcing, right, that would be pretty bad publicity as well. Yeah, well, American Airlines said it suggested it might have to raise its fares if it keeps losing money from, from people doing this, which would <laughs> be pretty pretty ridiculous. But Yeah. Well, the, the reality is they have to close the loophole by pricing it as such that no longer is there an advantage. And I think in some ways they do that already by increasing the rate of the one-way ticket versus a two-way ticket, but still it ends up being less expensive somehow. Yeah, I might, I might actually try this in the future, but... <laughs> well, I know a website that you could use. Yeah. What do you think about this uh, 22-year-old? Is he a victim? What should have he done in order to protect himself a little bit? Well, the obvious first thing is set up a company instead of yeah. just having it individually. That, that's, a pro- that's obviously going to be a problem, but on the flip side, unless he's independently wealthy it's not really gonna really harm him too much i mean he's probably young and doesn't have much assets but of course he doesn't want to have to file bankruptcy at age 22 either yeah it's tough because initially i wanted to say he's definitely the victim and like i said people are gonna side with anyone if the choice is between an, an airline and anything else for the most part they're gonna side with anything else but the thing that it really hinges on is the fact that he's directing you know he's offering these deals and then directing them to united in orbits and i think that's where it's gonna that's where it's pretty difficult for him yeah would it be different if he didn't direct them to the actual sites and just showed options perhaps i don't i don't think so because that interference of contract issue would still could be there yeah they could still in other words if if he was getting a lot of traffic they would still go after him and i think that's the the lesson of the story even if united and orbis doesn't have a strong case this 22 year old cannot defend it without this fund me campaign right that's the bottom line and and so that's the advantage that these big companies have. I think that this website is a perfect example of a naive individual entrepreneur that wants to create a site and not thinking about the full ramifications of it. Whereas if compare that to Uber, right? They have, or Airbnb, these, these are companies that are 
really disrupting the market, getting into legal trouble. And other startup individuals are like, oh, so, you know, we can think of that stuff too. But the difference is that they have a legal purse of funds in order to defend and prosecute lawsuits. Whereas if you're just a small little company and you got to, you got to think about legal, legal liability here, especially if this is the premise of your business. Yeah, it's definitely right. And, and that's, it's a, it'll definitely be a lesson. I, if I had to guess, I think this, this guy's probably going to eventually come up with something pretty successful down the road. If, His next venture, right? Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. And I know we say this all the time. We should follow up on this, but we never do. But let's, <laughs> let's try to make sure we do. Never. <laughs> never. No, what's, we've had one follow-up episode, but we should start keeping track of the ones that we want to follow up with. Let's make a note about that. I wouldn't be surprised if this site went away eventually, whether it's by settlement or what have you. If I was Orbitz and United, I would try to make a deal with them and like, look, just take your site down. Let's do another project together or joint venture. And that would obviously be a positive way to do that. But yeah. how realistic that is, obviously, that's a little ideal, idealistic from my part. I was going to say, I would think that Orbitz and United would be happy with him just taking the site down. But the problem is the damage is done because now people, more people know about this. So that's true. You can't do anything to prevent, like my, like I said myself, I probably won't end up doing it because it takes too, it might take too much time to like find a cheaper flight, but it's too much time. Yeah. Assuming this, assuming his site gets taken down, but you're absolutely right. If you go to his Reddit, most of the questions were like, okay, how exactly does this work? And that's what spread like wildfire. Like, oh, you can do this. And I'm sure I doubt United or Orbitz is even paying him anything. Even if he has an affiliate link because of this lawsuit, they're probably refusing to do so. So they're claiming both of them are, are alleging unfair competition, demanding seventy five thousand each in lost revenue, or at least seventy five thousand. They did that because the federal jurisdiction diversity, because I think it says at least seventy five thousand. Uh, yeah. There's no way they're suing for that amount. Yeah, yeah, must be more. The reality is they don't they don't know how much they lost. I would think that seventy five thousand is just like a drop in the bucket for <laughs> for companies like that. That's like a couple months in legal fees for them. Yeah. Couple of days probably. Couple of minutes. <laughs> Our predictions, what, that they're ultimately he's going to have to take his site down? Yeah, I, I think he's raised 45K in legal fees, which if he has the right, right kind of lawyer to defend him on this, 45,000 is not enough. If he's just hired any other attorney that, and I don't know who they are, I think there's a few attorneys on the, on the case. It's nowhere close to what he's going to need. So I think he's going to either one run out of money to defend, or maybe these attorneys want the publicity or whatever, but Whatever happens at the end of the day, I think he's going to lose. Maybe not in the law, but in a settlement, he's going to have to. He's going to be beaten down on legal fees. That's the unfortunate part, but it is what it is. I guess that's what happens. I mean, there's always going to be young guy thought he was doing something, and he was doing. It. He, is, I mean, reality is he is doing something beneficial to society for the most part and helping him save money on these weird fees that exist. He's helping people find inefficiencies in the market, and that's perfectly fair. But it, it's also pushing people to breach their contract with their carrier. By the way, I'm going to create a Google News alert on this so that we're informed when this, this actually gets updated. We should do that more often. I don't know why we don't. Actually, when you mentioned it, I thought about that'd probably be the easiest way to do it. And if you see his pic, like I called him a kid. I mean, he looks, he s- says 22, but he could be like 16. He looks pretty young. I don't know if you looked at his picture. I did see his picture. When I see his picture, I feel bad for him. So I don't want to have too much sympathy. Uh, it's like looking at the animal that you're about to eat <laughs> when they were alive or something. All right. So, okay. Well, that that was a nice episode. We got some uh, time in there to talk about it in full. So let us know if you like the new format as well. If you don't, then too bad. We're keeping this. 
Oh, that's me. Keep it sound and keep it smart. This has been the Legally Sound Smart Business Show with your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stop. The Legally Sound Smart Business Show is your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Legally Sound Smart Business is a podcast that is intended but not promised or guaranteed to be current, complete, or up-to-date, and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. No attorney-client relationship is created by listening or submitting questions to the podcast. The podcast does not constitute legal advice, but rather is offered only for general informational and educational purposes. You should not act or rely on any information in the podcast without first seeking the advice of an attorney. The opinions expressed in the podcast reflect the views of those individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of any other individual or business. For more information about the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, visit LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com.